The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to a brand new episode of the panel discussion, comic book talk for you what, every week. How do I? Yeah, it's every week. Uh, it's every week, yeah. right? I think it's every week. Come on, knock on a door. I'm, Come I'm, on, knock on. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm screwing up. Wrong the show. This Wrong show. Good. This isn't good. Uh, for you every single week right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson. We're your host. And we got a full house today. Joining me to my left. Schmini's here. Holding the fort down, holding the fort down with uh, Matt every single week. That's right. Uh, I, I I feel like I you you're comparing us to a full house. I can't live up to that. No. I mean, cut it out. I mean, Dave Coulier. <laughs> I guess I'm going to take the Coulier. Well, invite. there goes my opening bit. Well, took it from Shit, me. That's damn. what happens when took I it. get introduced first. Took it from me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just skip over me. No. Skip over me. No. Who the fuck is Jones. this? <laughs> No, no, no. You get on, You got to get your intro. Hey, hey, I'm Porcupine Jones. Matt said full house. I got really excited. I was going to do a full house bit. Will did it. <laughs> I should have saved it. There it is. I should have saved your it. Your stench is foul. <laughs> Baron von Kirchner coming at you, huh? I thought I rid the world in the panel discussion of your foul stench. I'm not talking. He's a puppet. I don't trust him. I want to talk to the man that's controlling This man him. is an anti-puppite. Anti-puppet you are, Porcupine Jones. I just think that we should get all the puppets hmm? in the What's world they, and put them in, hmm? in, in, a, in an enclosed area away from the rest of us. Anti-puppet, muckraker. <laughs> Filthy muckraker. Don't call me a muckraker. I'm not a muckraker. You're made of felt. You even know what a muckraker is, young man. <laughs> you don't? Ignoramus? And also joining us today, first time guest. And he actually listens to our podcast. We're surprised that people listen to our podcast, but he does. A uh, good friend from work. You Ms. told me thousands of people listen to us. Well, yeah, yeah wait but a you never hear I about heard, I heard. You never hear about a lot of people. Now I see one face. So yeah, face. we get these. We get these I like diggity. Yeah, we get all these. So this is the one guy that listens to us twenty thousand times in one yes, sitting, right? Yes, I've caught him in the end. clicks on it over and over again. I knew it. It all makes sense now. <laughs> It all makes sense. I told how you many, you how many burner phones do you have? Only enough. Okay, that's great. <laughs> My next question is, you holding? Huh? He's the, the guy who's got that many burner phones. You know, you know, he's got a little side biz going on here. <laughs> he could be. I mean, he. What's going on, man? Like, we talking? Yeah. We talking grass, rock? <laughs> got fire? You he's, got ice? What's got- going on, man? He's got nothing. <laughs> you got he uppers. He's got, he's got good vibrations, talk. just like Marky Mark and that funky bunch. Oh, man. And they stay D-R-U-G-E. D-R-U-G-E-I-E-I. Free. My body's healthy. And my, my rhymes keep me healthy. Wealthy. wealthy. They make him wealthy. Wealthy. Is it, so you get the health, and then you get the wealth. No, the rhymes make you wealthy after you've already had the health because you're anti So what if you're not healthy, but you could rhyme? What happens then? Do you get paid? You don't have good vibrations is what happens. Oh, that makes sense. Well, it's about that time to. 
Well, this is talk, Matt. Talk to this uh, is Matt. This is two Matts. This two Matts. This is going to be two crazy. Matt. This, is this is the Matt show When now? I was on a Will and Will podcast, Ooh, I changed the my Will name Will. to Schmitty. Yeah, yeah. And then, then the Schmidt stuck because the Schmidt hit the fan. So we got Matt and Matt, the M&M connection here. We do. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, we'll uh, it. It'll be all right. So we add like a number to it? Like, I mean, like Matt one, Matt know, two. I've, I've been referred to as my last name my whole life because I've known about five thousand Matts. Mm. Okay, Can't. okay, we could do that. Okay, we could do that too. Which uh, I don't know. Can you just talk in a British? What his last name is? Can you just talk in a British accent? Not very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt, can you? Crikey! Oh wait, that's Australia. What the fuck? <laughs> Porcupine Jones, I find your stench formidable. Did you shower today? <sighs> God, get this! Get, we get him out of here. We have there's too many of us. He's paying dues now, so he's got to stop. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I can't kick him out, man. I can't afford to kick anybody else. Mister Kirshner pays my dues. <laughs> this is I'm drinking. Yeah, yes, yes. Find solace in the bottle, you ignoramus. <laughs> you trite. You trite, so much man. going on in my life, and then I get it from a puppet. Hey man, I'm just Mike. Everything's okay, okay. I'm just I'll keep him in check. No, you're fine. It's that dick you I always know, hang I'll out with. Keep him in check. All right. Me, me and Baron gone. Way, we we go way back. All right. Yeah, right? I know. You. So, I remember so. being in New York City, and you were so excited to get him a smoking jacket. Well, because he likes to smoke. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> what say you? I smoke all day, every day. It's a Not filth. your grass. <laughs> filthy <laughs> habit. Sweet, sweet. Tobacco. Yes. Dude, we got drug dealer Matt over here. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, don't get him. I don't want to see him on cocaine or anything like that. He's crazy. <laughs> Just be quiet. He has a problem. Can you imagine that stuck in his felt? It's not going to go well. He's got a mustache. It's going to get everywhere. It's no good. <laughs> he, would, he would get caught up in that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> All those nose beers. <laughs> <laughs> the I shit. have a finely groomed mustache. Mm, ah, what say you? Ah. <sighs> All right, everybody. So we had a big week in pop culture. Uh, of course, a lot of uh, new stuff happening. We had a big trailer release. We had oh, the, it, I'm, I'm sorry. That looked like garbage. Hot, hot garbage. Yeah. Eternals? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. You didn't like it? You, were, no, you agree I, with it, me well, on that. I mean, yeah. I mean, it didn't make I was me like, excited what for the it. fuck is this? It did not make me not at all. for it. Not at all. I'm with Will on this one. Like, with like, Will? like yeah. the fact that they're like, Half the world's population got wait no sorry half the universe's population got wiped out not our problem. <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? We've never stepped in to interfere. I just watched you give like you you helped that culture come to fruition. I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah. if you helped the Egyptians, there's probably another group of people that are pretty pissed off. Then you helped the Egyptians. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you were like idly standing by when Germany was doing their thing, that same group of people is probably going to be pretty pissed off. The fuck? So are the Eternals like anti-Semitic? I don't. Is that what? Is that what we're getting at here? I I just used the same reference, which is probably that one dude for the Eternals. Like you know, Hitler wasn't the, that the, bad. Uh, the, the, <laughs> he had some he had some good ideas. What's going on in this world? You know, uh, yeah, that's not good. You know, uh, Thanos okay. Thanos had it right. You know, well, I mean, genocide. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, like, yeah, it just it did not make me look forward to this movie. I'm just going to say that. I'm, right. Yeah, I'm totally with him on that. That's fair. Matt, you kind of liked it a little bit, right? I, I didn't mind it. I think there definitely doesn't seem to be a lot of action in the movie, though. It, it, does, it does seem, seem more story time. Yeah. I mean, it is just a first teaser, but... 
But there was zero action. <laughs> right. Zero. Hey, uh, someone got saved from a, from a fallen building. That's about the extent I of the action. I don't recall that. Like, the, the spaceship <laughs> looks weird. Like, they're on a beach. You got cavemen. Like, what the heck is this going on? Yeah. It, it did not. It, do I was you think already, they're like, going to do fence? just an entire movie of just sto- like just story and not? I, I would it surprise seen, you? I, I, I might. Well, they would just be DC then. Yeah. They, I might like. <laughs> I might go and watch like the director's other films. I mean, she just won an Oscar. So who who did this movie? Um, I don't know her name. She just directed Homelander. It's that movie with Frances McDormand about uh, uh. This movie won an Oscar. Yeah, she won an Oscar for best director. Oh really? The Oscars that everybody Well, watched. fuck her. <laughs> fuck her. Fuck the Academy. Fuck Hollywood. <laughs> fuck the Oscars. They could all suck each other off. Fuck them. Don't don't say fuck Hollywood because they'll come and fuck you. That's what they, that's what they do. That yeah, that's, that's true. Do. That's literally what they do. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I wasn't too Oscar, Oscar nominated I'll movies. I'll still watch it just out of curiosity. Yeah. But my... Like I don't feel like I didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy when that came out. That was my was, kind I, of my telling. They, the way it was marketed, the way it was presented, I was excited for it. Like I have no anticipation or excitement for this. Even like that sweet like ah, mm, mm, hooked on a feeling. What does this give you? Literally nothing. Well, I don't even know if the teaser trailer did that because when I, I still don't like. I remember the hype for Guardians. I thought it was going to be a, like a serious like Avengers type movie. Oh really? In space. I did, and then. There's I, literally a talking raccoon. I, 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 and a tree. <laughs> and a tree. And a fucking tree. I just said, you know, the, just the way that I, I thought, I don't know. But when you go <laughs> see the movie and he starts, like, he did the dance, it's like, whoa, okay, this is pretty good. So, yeah, right? I, 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 I don't know what to make of this. I, and also, I like, don't. James Gunn, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. He's still unproven at that point. Like, Slither is okay. Slither is incredible. <laughs> it's okay. Slither is phenomenal. Watch it I again. I enjoy it. Watch it again. I have just recently. Yeah, me too. And it's I enjoyed great. it. It's so good. But it wasn't like the second coming of... We're itchy. <laughs> so not, not hype for you guys. You're kind of... You're like... Ah. It, it almost feels like an obligation at this point, though. That's, I, what, I, that's yeah. what I'm afraid of, though. Like, I don't want I'm afraid, that. I yeah, want I'm afraid that. to miss well, this. You, you and can't then... not watch a Marvel movie at this yep, point. Yep, exactly. That's why they got us by the balls. Oh, for sure. Oh, they got us by so. because they know we're going to see it because we know it's going to play into a bigger picture down the road. So there's that. And they referenced like, Captain America. So it's like, oh, cool. No, they did not. Oh, it was Captain Rogers. Captain Rogers. My, yeah. My apologies. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, we'll see. <laughs> I'm not. It's wait. a big cast of characters. I think that's part of the pro- part of the like thing, too. It's like the, they're showing all these characters and. You know, with certain movies, there's like a limited, you know, limited number of, of feature characters that you can kind of like grasp to. These are got all these Eternals right now. It just kind of feel the same, and it doesn't help well, it that doesn't I'm not help familiar. That their wardrobe all looks the same too. Yeah, you know? so. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, I mean, so I don't even. Feels. I don't even think the Eternals needed a movie. Like, if, I feel like you could probably do just the show route. Mm. Give them a show. No. Give them a show. If you're gonna have a bunch of story, give them a show. Well, Maybe we'll it'll see. tie into one. I That's, hope. Well, we'll see. That would be neat. Yeah. I, if have to see another trailer. I'd have to actually see like a, a trailer trailer, not just a teaser trailer. When does that come out? Like this November? December? November, it's just to be out last November. Well, I think it's Maybe that's why. I'm, yeah. yeah okay. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I think it's this December. So. Spider-Man comes out this December. They oh, sweet. They wouldn't do two in the same. Well, same then month. maybe it's. 
Because I know Eternals comes out this year. Shang-Chi, then Eternals, and yeah. Spider-Man. Damn, we're getting four movies in the back half yeah. of the year. That's crazy. This year's stacked, man, yeah. just to make up for last year. Good. Yeah, right? <laughs> got nothing. No, Very seriously. Good. Got literally nothing. nothing last year. No. Uh, when does Black Widow come out? That's Jul- July. July? Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. I am, too. Yeah. I am, too. Got a couple new trailers with that. Mm-hmm. You know, not, I mean, stuff we kind of talked about, but... Uh, we, I think we all admit that the Black Widow movie is like, I mean, it's happening way later than I think a lot of people wanted to, but it's still, it it's nice still cool. would have been nice if they did the movie when she was alive, but <laughs> She's dead? She, she's alive in, what, Spoilers. one, one uh, timeline? <laughs> yeah, right. Two? No, two timelines. No, two, two, right? yeah. Yeah, two timelines. Technically two, yeah. Okay, okay. Mm. Two out of three Multi- not bad. Yeah, that's not yeah. bad. This timeline that's shit's getting it. out of hand. Speaking of timeline shit, how about MODOK? Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I, watched I don't have series. Hulu, so I need to hear. I need to hear about this. I watched the whole series. Very, very robot chicken vibe. I kind of got. I got like a. I got a mix of Harley Quinn and a mix of Venture yeah. Brothers. Okay. I feel like uh, it, it, the whole like aim losing money, uh, and then like that Google type company stepping in. Yeah. Like yeah. that reminded me a lot of like a Venture Brothers storyline, uh, and also I mean. Think t- if you look back at like the last couple seasons of the Venture Brothers, they even had a character. That's based on Modoc, yeah. Think Tank, yeah, uh, which is incredible. Uh, so it was fun, like watching. I I just rewatched that like last season of the Venture Brothers, and then like literally just finished it, and then going into Modoc, I just it was almost just like, are these the same writers? Seamless, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like okay, this is he has a family. The family's weird, you know. Yeah, um, I mean it was great. I love Lewis. Like his son, his son Lewis is great. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Just, like quirky as hell. He's got a daughter that more resembles him. Yeah, his, I <laughs> one of my favorite quotes was like uh, when they go back in time and he he sees he's with his wife. And he's with he, – they encounter younger MODOK. And younger MODOK's like, oh, man, we were going to conquer the world. And here you are with this big-hipped woman. And then MODOK's <laughs> like, how dare you? And when you grow up, you'll realize that MODOK's all about those big butts. Yeah. <laughs> I like those big, juicy butts. And they fight. And uh, they, they duel. But it had, like – my only problem with it that I wish – Now, like, keep, I didn't finish the series yet. Okay. Yeah. So, like, with uh, Harley Quinn, you get an integration of a lot of the DC characters – Absolutely, yeah. Modoc was lacking that. You got like Iron Man, you got Wonder Man, you got the Super. Oh, okay, so they they don't do man. That I kind of about it because the they first reference other people. The but first you don't ep- see that really right. yeah. the first episode right away. It's uh, he's fighting a bunch of Shield agents in the sky. Him and Aim, and uh, you know he's doing his his little routine, his yeah. bit, whatever. What does Modoc stand for? And then he gets blasted from behind, and it's Iron Man. Uh, and I'm cool. like, this is fucking amazing. All right, I wasn't expecting any of this. Uh, so that was that was it. Yeah, is well, he only I mean, in he that still episode? Pops in from time to time, but he like, does. Okay, yeah. Uh, like I thought, Wonder Man was going to have a bigger appearance. But he's only in one episode. Um, I mean, it, it was still very enjoyable the whole series. Yeah, I'm looking forward to series two. But like, I wish they would have gone the Harley Quinn route and put more characters from the lore into it. Because they literally put every. Like every oh, yeah. character in yeah, Harley Quinn, yeah, it's it's phenomenal. So um, it was lacking in that aspect, but it's still hopefully fun they to do. Watch. You would think that being a first season, not knowing what their you know what this audience is going to be. Obviously, diehard Marvel fans knew like, it was going to be fun. I think they're afraid that people are going to be like, "Oh, this is part of the MCU." I really do feel that way. That's possible. Uh, they probably didn't want to ride the coattails of the you know 
more known characters too. They want him to stand out on his own. Yeah. True, true. Which Monica plays a big part, right? Yeah, because she in the, in the comic book she ends up like controlling aim. Yeah, she, well, she usurps take it over, and then like they, does they, she, does yeah. she usurp him in the show? Yes. Okay, I, it kind of seemed like it was taking yeah. that that yeah. route. So I mean, what, what I've seen so far, it was like I said, definitely enjoyable. But I, I wish there would have been more Marvel established Marvel characters. In no, that's cool. I like Patton Oswalt is oh yeah. is Modoc like, that like, picture that's him. oh yeah oh yeah that picture you there's, sent there's, was there's a shot like later on where like you see Patton Oswalt's face in the Modoc gear yeah which is great like it's an app on his daughter's phone and she's like changing stuff and you see his face and I'm like oh yeah he just rocked it that's so, so cool there's do you no think do you think like, they would bring him in a live action they do you should. think they'd ever show oh, what? Oh. I would face. love. Yeah. A live action Modoc, yes. yeah. yeah, and it should absolutely be Patton Oswalt yes. instead sure. of like a big terrifying head, just a big stretched out <laughs> yes. Patton Oswalt. It's gotta be ridiculous. Yeah, and I love like a, the a, how he's. How, I, I love the animation in this. How like it's almost like I could get a plushie of this, but like Modoc right. is terrifying you know <laughs> it's just a big fucking head just wake up to that in your bed yeah right <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i like uh it, it's fun the show introduces modok's family which we you know we never really got a taste for that in the no, comics no. so this is something that's written just for the show it introduces family and everything especially like you mentioned his daughter that's exactly like him yeah uh you know no, big like in, big head in, hovering yeah, around yep but uh, but you know a teen yeah uh, yeah and it's uh, I I dig I do dig the humor in it yeah yeah I I really do like that that type of humor that Adult Swim style uh, how, how big do you think Modox Yamaka is oh because they establish his Jewish heritage in the show which I was not <laughs> they aware do, of. they do I was not aware that he was Jewish so how I big love that of a Yamaka do you think Modok needs I bet it could cover like one of those big grills. <laughs> <laughs> like a really like yeah. a big like six burner grill, you know, you have out on your patio, and it's like one of those covers that's big enough to cover the entire thing, and maybe like you know some other shit next to it. Yeah, I feel like that is like his yamaka. That makes sense. Yeah, right. I, I could you imagine the person got to sit there and like knit his yamaka or sew who, it together? Who did his brisk? Who? Yeah, yeah right. He's got a small body, so he's probably got a small you know member with. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I couldn't get past that. So many wrinkles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Everything comes full circle. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, I got to find somebody with a Hulu account and steal it. I'll hook so. you up. Yeah? Yeah. I appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. What else we got in the news uh, going on this week? Uh, last week, we had the release of uh, this third season of Camp Cretaceous for Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I saw the whole series. Um, it was definitely the most dark um, series of the show. Um, the characters were all likable at this point. Like before in season one and two, they they had like their idiosyncrasies that were kind of annoying. Like the ones like a uh, fucking YouTube personality and ones like uh. a super uber nerd who's got to fucking hand sanitize everything. Not that if you sanitize in this day and age that it makes you a nerd. But he was definitely a nerd. Um, <laughs> nerd! <laughs> um, and then, like, uh, uh, so all the characters were, like, fully developed. They were all likable. Um, uh, it brought in Henry Wu again. 
Okay. Uh, and it definitely like in the first season. Henry uh, if, if you watch the <laughs> if you watch the first season, like a lot of the events were coincided with Jurassic World. So by the third season, uh, a lot of the events that happened later in the episodes in in the the season three, they were coinciding with Fallen Kingdom. So it was kind of cool okay. to see like those tie-in. same events, That's good. but viewed from a different perspective. Uh, my favorite thing was like at one point they uh, they visit the original visitor center from Jurassic Park, mm. and the one character is like, "Oh, this place is haunted." Uh, I heard it drove the the creator of this place crazy, and he fell down a hill and he broke his ankle and he got eaten by compies. And then, like, the other character's like, no, no, that didn't happen. He died of natural causes. John Hammond died of natural causes. And she's like, no, I read it in a book somewhere, <laughs> which is really cool because uh, it was a nice callback because that's how the John Hammond character dies in the, in the book. Jurassic World. In the, yeah, novel. Michael yeah. Crichton yeah, yeah. book or whatever. Yeah. So that was, it was cool. Cr- it definitely paid Is it Crichton or Crichton? Crichton. It's Crichton. Crichton. Michael Crichton. It looks like Crichton. God. Crichton. Yeah, Crichton. So, um, but I <laughs> no, really I enjoyed the show. Um, Watched the whole thing. I thought it was going to end at season three, but uh, they left it on a cliffhanger. So really? we might be getting more. Dude, I haven't seen I mean, a single churn- episode of this. Dude, they have been churning it out. Like, they have done three seasons in less than a year. I, amazing. Yeah, I think when COVID first, like, hit, they were advertising the yeah. very first season. So, And the animation style is uh, similar to, like, Clone Wars, Bad Batch, Rebels. Yeah. Same animation style. So Excellent. Is, is Wu the only character that they brought in from the uh, the main series, the, the live-action stuff? Yes. Okay. Yes, he's the only one they've brought in. Um, they've mentioned other characters, but he's the only one that they have, like, you've actually seen. Okay. Is Wu, Henry Wu, so. Which I think he's going to be the big bad of Dominion. I mean, they've been that's kind of building it up. That's what it feels so. like, right? I, I would hope so. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. So. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I got to uh, cut. Bad Batch show. was great. Speaking of that. I yeah, that Bad Batch was awesome. Yeah, I read some uh, some Easter eggs and or seen some Easter eggs and stuff. And it's really, I'm loving this transition now, right? Every It's kind of cool because I, I did see one of the aspects is that everybody's celebrating the new Empire. Stability, finally, right? Yeah. No clone, no, the Clone Wars are done. The, the, the Empire's it, really hitting, taking over. It's hitting things on the head, though. Like, show your card. Show your card. Like, well, I, yeah. have a, I have a card that. Oh shit! Wait a minute! Wait a goddamn minute! The Empire says to show your card. Uh-huh. Now you're telling me I gotta show my card to go to a restaurant maskless? Wait a minute! Things, things don't. Oh, ooh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm feeling dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> I did think that too. <laughs> it certainly is interesting. Um, but I mean, it, it's it's kind of a you know an interesting homage to kind of history, I guess. Right? People celebrated dictators coming forth. You know, they they, they yeah, promised they peace, stability, yeah. stability. To certain, yeah. Like uh, look at like obviously. Mussolini. You know, like all all those. That's the only one I'm gonna name. But yeah, like uh, that's <laughs> you know, like uh, exactly. Like uh, I, I, I don't know where I was going with this. No, I was Shit. a good episode. Like What's I like I, I loved I, I loved uh, <laughs> I had a I had a brain thing. I loved the. Uh, the the fact that we got like uh, all the characters kind of growing, uh, forming closer bonds. Um, Fennec Shand was awesome yeah. to see her. Great my only problem, my, her. my only problem was like, what? Okay, this like, so she's had the same armor from then till like after Jedi. Like, <laughs> you wear are you wearing that Golden Girl shirt from now until like? 
20 years, you're going to still be rocking that Golden Girls shirt? Literally wait, every wait, show. Wait, wait, wait. Literally. Han wait. Solo no. wore the same no, shit. No, he didn't. Yes, he, he went did. from a vest to a jacket to a vest again to a parka. <laughs> <laughs> then Lando stole his vest. It was hanging up, man. He had to wear it. He had to wear so something. Wait. Hold on. So when old people are like, oh, I got underwear older than you, they don't actually have underwear older than me? Is that basically what we're, we're going with here? I mean, that kind of falls in the line of... I mean, I wear my underwear until it blows away like one of those dandelions. Uh, of course you would, you foul-stenching oh, man! Come oh, on. How dare you! Yes, yes! Mm-hmm. Ha, I knew, I knew you were a foul individual Get wearing here. your underpanties, your garments under your trousers like that till they poof away like dandelions. Foul man! Foul man you are, Porcupine Jones! What say you? Nothing! Ha! I can't. I, I, I got nothing because my headset came unplugged. <laughs> well, uh, you you okay? You, I mean, yeah, Baron, I'm fine. Baron, just, just calm yeah, down. Baron, yeah, Baron, we're trying to talk about Bad Batch here. You You're got, the Bad you Batch! Bad batch? <laughs> no, I haven't seen any of it. Okay. No? Nope. Good show. Do you, uh, uh, you like, do you, do you follow like, Clone Wars or any of that stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen pretty much all of Clone Wars. If you like Clone Wars, you would love the Bad Batch. It goes right into it. Yeah. yeah. Great show. Like, it literally goes. Right into it, yeah. yeah. That last season, right, they established kind of these this bad batch, and they kind of, man, this thing's really touchy today. Real touchy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the animation in Bad Batch is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's better than anything I've seen in, like, Clone Wars, Rebels, any of that stuff. Um, even that last season of Clone Wars, I love the animation. The city they were in was gorgeous. Um, I love how everyone, I don't know, this, this last episode was just beautiful. Something about the lighting, the color, it was great. Um, was it like I, a play on Florida or something like that? Was the, was the name of the, the the planet or whatever? I, no, I can't remember. I, I, no I, one of the, I was it's watching so the hard to keep track like, of these fucking planets. I had a floor or something right right Too a flow, and it, it it was like a Florida like just switched around, like cut in half and just switched around. Like the, the name was <laughs> sounds pretty, about right. Love yeah. it, Star Wars. All the planets are like cities. <laughs> like it's like. You have one city on a planet. No, you have like one ecosystem. This yeah. planet's desert. Yeah. This yes. planet's snow. <laughs> this planet's a city. This planet's a forest. <laughs> this planet's fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put a castle there. Seems right. It seems right, yeah. Seems right, yeah. Lava's flowing everywhere. Build me a castle. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. That's what Bowser did, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. It, it, it worked for him, sort of. Now he's defeated by Mario. Yeah, <laughs> he lost that big giant lizard. Lost to a plumber. He ain't that tough. That plumber is very skillful with the plunger. He'll get anything out of your pipes. I don't know, man, because I've been playing Mario <laughs> since I was uh, a wee little lad. Uh, since the original Nintendo, there, the uh, the plunger has never been in his repertoire. He'll shoot you with fireballs from his fingertips. He'll hit you with his fucking squirrel tail. And he'll fly around in a cape. Uh, and he'll do a lot of other goofy shit. I bet he left his But he'll never home. use that plunger. I bet he left it at home. You tell me all that time he spent in that kingdom, he didn't have any of those engineers. That too. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Never. Never. Yeah. He's... No monkey wrenches. Yeah. If anything, I think that plumber thing was just bullshit. <laughs> it was just a way to get, get into the lady's house. A way to get house. laid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how he got the Peach's castle. Luigi's just watch. Oh, Mario, what are you doing? Oh, Mario. I heard you got the clock of the pipes. Oh, Mamma Mia. How are you going to pay me for this? <laughs> Sir, you did nothing. You just 
you just tapped my 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 toilet pipe with your hands. This is just I tap your pipes. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time it's been Ron Jeremy. <laughs> oh, that's. Which I hate using that as a reference now, considering Ron Jeremy's like in prison. I was gonna say, didn't he get canceled? Well, rightfully so. He was a rapist. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not even a cancel. That's a, a fucking a lock him up, man. Yeah. Now he's having a good time. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't even know how to transition out of that. <laughs> uh Fennec well, Shan the one thing I didn't well, like he about was the a member of the Bad Batch, not the show. <laughs> not the show, just person. yeah, just Bad Batch. Him, R. Kelly, all those other guys, whatever. <laughs> uh so I, I the one thing I didn't like is Wrecker, now I know you said it, Wrecker is like a big lovable oaf. Yeah. But he's also like the juggernaut. How the fuck did Fennec Shen just like pa 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 and just like walk by him? The same way they Charles don't Xavier make too OP. can beat the shit out of the juggernaut. Charles Xavier uses his brain muscles. That's what she used. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> the brain that made her muscles react to the way that they should have to take out Wrecker. <sighs> it's the same way that Charles convinced Wolvie and uh, Scott to oh, come on. just battle the hatchet. And, uh, battle the hatchet? They buried, buried the, hatchet the hatchet deep you. into Scott. You <laughs> I get it. You see yeah. what he did there? Uh-huh. I hate the show. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I really don't. No, it was. It was. I, I liked it because like records the oaf. So yeah, the yeah. Can, you can't make him too yeah. OP. I mean, that's he's kind of. You know what he reminds me? He reminds me of Drax. And yeah, yeah. And yeah. Marvel, right? Drax is this big, powerful. He's the destroyer. Well, even oh, um, I'm going to destroy things, but he's like not in the movies. He's terrible at this, it, technically. Yeah. Uh, he's terrible at fighting. Like he's terrible. I can't. I'm like, oh, it's a Drax fight. Uh, even in, even in uh, Rebels, like he's the Zeb. Like Zeb looks like this big hulking behemoth. Zeb always got in trouble. Yeah, Zeb always got his ass. Kicked. Yeah, yeah, always. So he's the Zeb. That's fair. That's fair. What else is going on? Uh, we have uh, a big, big. I, I I'm excited for this. Uh, the reboot. Of the wonderful motion picture of Highlander. Yeah, man. They have announced we're getting uh, Henry Cavill. It's not, that's not official yet, but he's he's rumored, rumored to be the... We don't know if he's going to be playing Connor McCloud. Or if he's going to be playing... Oh, uh, uh, that sweet Spanish peacock. Um, it literally slipped my mind, too. Damn it. Oh, what is that God. sweet Spanish well, peacock yeah. name? It starts with a no, it right? It says Cavill has his eyes on the title, but yeah, nothing's official yet. But still, that'd be great. I considering so. considering the uh, the last person who was considered or like negotiating for the lead was the Juan, Juan Sanchez. Yes, Juan Sorry. Sanchez. Uh, he uh, he was the doctor from like Grey's Anatomy, but not McDreamy or McSteamy. Like the 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 Irish guy was like in the what. The, the guy was like the the war vet in Grey's Anatomy. I don't remember. My wife made me watch too many episodes. <laughs> but I blanked it all out. It's usually how it happens. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's so. He was show. not. Uh, he was not someone I was looking forward to taking up the mantle in Highlander. So if Henry Cavill can do it, that'd be awesome. Henry Cavill would would play that. He would play Re- regardless it perfectly. If it's a new yeah. Character. I wouldn't mind if they did like a soft reboot where so he's like a new Highlander, and they show him instead of Madison instead of like Square McLeod, Garden just watching like- the fucking fabulous Freebirds. Uh, fucking come to the ring, and then uh, it has to start free starting. You know the plan. You know Queen just doing their thing. Oh, like, you have to have the Queen soundtrack for Highlander. Yeah. If, oh, to. and so help you me God, if to. they do that, uh, which I you know I'm a, I'm a huge horror fan. Uh, 
So the Pet Cemetery movie that came out in 2019, I was really excited for it. Went and saw it in theaters. I've never been like so pissed off at a movie. <laughs> but the one thing, like, I'm like, all right, you know what'll save this is when the credit rolls, the credits start rolling, and they play the Ramones, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it was like some all chick band covering the song, oh. and I was livid. I was like, like not only did they like just destroy it, then they just went on and just fucked its mother. <laughs> uh, this it, it was just awful. So now that's like what I'm kind of worried about is not having that uh, any of those songs in there. Yeah. You know, uh, especially our song. I uh, yeah, but having some asshole cover it. Like uh, Adele, like like like, like what? <laughs> or no no who's that one? Billy Billy Eilish covering I really Prince even of the don't Universe. Know who it was, but like one day I was working and all of a sudden on the radio, fucking under pressure came on, but it was a cover. What arrogant fucking prick just goes? Hey, you know Freddie Mercury and David Bowie? I bet I could sing that song better than them. <laughs> oh, that's are you upsetting. fucking kidding me? That's upsetting. I didn't. Who? Why? I have no idea. Why? I refuse to even look it up to acknowledge their. They have no right. No right. To it's touch just, that. It's just stupid. Yeah. Like, why would it you is. even Shame think that you could fucking cover that song? Yeah. Like, do it at karaoke. Don't go into a studio no, with they, your band they, and they, say, they this is it, it guys. It. This is it. Hey, we want to make money off someone else's stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I don't know, man. That's, that, that, That's bullshit. But you think Henry Cavill, like, you think he's going to be Conor McCloud or you think he's going to be Mr. I, he, Sanchez? He'll be Conor McCloud. So? Uh, I think uh, Juan Sanchez will be... Uh, his name just slipped my mind. The past. He was the clown in Spawn. Help me. Somebody. Uh, uh, the, oh, John God. Leguizamo? John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo yeah, should him. be Juan Sanchez. Yeah. I, He's I older now? Have you? that they I had do, yeah. an Irishman have you ever playing s- an Egyptian <laughs> who was a Spanish man. Like that, that kind of... Well, he was of, Scottish. <laughs> yeah, well, he's. Yeah, what did I say? Irish? You said an Irishman. Oh, sorry, he's yeah. Scottish. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I a Scottish man playing an Egyptian who's yes. Spanish. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was really weird. Really weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How dare you, Mister? Oh, oh come on! You should know. Hey, you know who's not going to be? You know who's what? not going to be in the reboot? Oh. Sean Connery. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Guess what? Guess who is going to play him? Ted Dancing. <laughs> You shut your Ted Danzig. How dare you? How you know dare what? you besmirch the good Glenn, name of Mr. Glenn Danzig of the Misfits is going to play as uh, uh, Juan Sanchez, and he'll do a better job than Sean Connery, your old pal. Yes, we're very close friends. Now you, you, Mr. Mr. Porcupine Jones, you shut your mouth. You shut your, you shut your damn filthy Baron, mouth. All my friends are alive, man. <laughs> That's just because you're ignorant. <laughs> No sense. Get this puppet out of my face. Yeah, I mean, you showed him. He, he's sulking in the corner. Nothing. Like, seriously, he's I, back this with the is. Blow up I now. don't. And so, are people listening right now? Don't realize what's going on. Uh, but if you, I, I mean, I'm sure you have an idea from last week's episode. But if you watched our stream, I had a, a very heated uh, interaction Just with this with this gentleman. No, 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 no. It's fine. Whatever. No, because this is a this is an audio outlet. This isn't visual, so people don't know. There is literally a Muppet in here yelling at me right now. <laughs> like, it's literally staring at me. Well, I, I hate it. He's sitting in the corner. I don't know. Like, you think it would just make sense just for, like, oh, I'll just do the voice or whatever. No, there's actually a Muppet yelling at me. Shut it's your insane. Mouth. You shut your mouth. You don't talk to me. Get out of here. Shut your mouth, Pokemon Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I will rid you of this foul earth. You, sir. 
Yes, yes, with your golden girl shirt. I... What have you this? I have slept with all four of those women on your shirt. What say you? Oh, God, who hasn't? Yes, I was the first. (laughs) Okay, Barry. He's very proud of that. Yeah, yeah. Barry. I was you the first. His, you see his, pu- his chest puff up? Yeah, yeah it really, really puffed up. Baron, did you hang up the sheets? <laughs> was Baron, did you hang up those sheets or what? Yes, they're full of menstrual blood. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Whew. What a, a real, trooper you are, A Baron. real gentleman. Oh, man. I wonder if you got any on his mustache. Oh. Yes. Use that menstrual blood to twirl it. <laughs> Oh God! Wow! Oh, that's got to be better than any kind of wax. <laughs> oh God, damn it! Pass the Kraken. <laughs> How many female listeners do we have? It's got well, tequila. Tequila. Rocks tequila. Yeah. You want to think with the Kraken? Yeah, uh, I'll do some tequila okay. if you're willing to pass yeah. it along. Who boy? Thank you, good sir. Is that the bulk of the news? I uh, think- there was also um, a fantastic news about Indiana Jones Five. He's going to space. Oh my he is God! Go to space. What to fight Nazis? Nazis space Nazis. Space. Yes, space yes. Nazis. Space Nazis. So apparently, so uh, I, what, is this going to be the storyline? Like, uh, I fucking, uh, what is that? That that Nazi game? It was kind of like Doom. Uh, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, yeah. Is it going to be like Wolfenstein where like Hitler's chilling on the fucking moon? I don't know if it's going to be Hitler, but they said it's going to be like around the moon landing um, where the Nazis are trying to get there. No, it's going to be a Nazi scientist because, I mean... Nazi US, scientists got us to the moon yes, they due did. to Project so Paperclip. It's going to be like Indy like, interpreting the Nazi scientists, apparently. They, they're trying to like... They're getting us to the moon, but they're doing it for ulterior motives, and then Indy's going to figure it out, I guess. That's apparently the... He's uh, an archaeologist. Well, that's what he does. He gets yeah. to the moon. It makes a lot more sense to me, though, that they would go that history route. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm here for it. Going back to the Nazis, I mean, it makes more sense than that, that cup. Let's see. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Uh, you tried are they to gonna... defend that cup. What? Did you? Tr- he tried to defend that cup, didn't he? Oh no, oh no no no! I was I just saying no, it's a better movie. Last Crusade was a yeah. movie, which I agree. Oh. Last like, Crusade as far is as incredible. the ending goes. No no no! You're totally right. That that, that ending is uh, whatever. But you know what's it's better than fucking aliens. Nah, I can't no, it's not. Skull, aliens make one. more sense to me than Charles Wisely. Are the aliens going to show up in this one to help him? I hope him? so. I hope so. I hope those aliens come back. What would you rather have, the knight or Jesus come back with his cup and go? This is the right cup, guys. Think from this. <laughs> I don't know why. Why didn't he sound like Nathan Lane? (laughs) Why why wouldn't he? In my mind, he does. You imagine, like, (laughs) if Nathan Lane better be in this next one. I hope so. He's Jesus. (laughs) He's going to drink from his cup. I like to picture my Jesus, Nathan Lane. Yeah. Nathan Nathan Lane in that one cameo he had in uh, uh, Gold Gold Member. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. (laughs) The best scene in that movie. I, I prefer his cameo in Austin Powers Gold Member. What I just said. No, you, <laughs> you say you said oh yeah you did. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Betsy? I've gone cross eyed. <laughs> now kiss me. <laughs> do you guys think do you guys think more movies should just go to space? Yes. Yeah, I'm All waiting for we gotta get space. Michael Myers to space. Yeah, we Jason. We, we got Jason. Get, in we space. got Jason in space. We got the Leprechaun in space. Machete in space. Machete. I really want Schindler's List in space. Yes, I. Uh, that would be. Good. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I still say that picture I sent you, gentlemen, sums it all up. Oh yeah, for sure. I uh, I love that Hitler looks like Weird Al. 
He did. I didn't notice. Yeah, it that said. was weird. Is that Weird Al? I'm like, well, if Weird Al went to space, he would dominate everything. <laughs> Wait, he dominates Especially everything down here, man. Especially the pop charts. Yeah, definitely. And the touring schedules. <laughs> Indiana Jones in space. I mean, hey, I hope he goes Furious there in a refrigerator. Space. You think he'll go in there in a refrigerator? Yeah, yeah, somehow he's gonna get blown. And then groundhogs and... will pop up from the moon and be like, hey, "What's going on?" <laughs> oh yeah, man, if know. my dad was alive to see this, <laughs> like, what are they doing? Why are they making an Indy Five? It's, it's so, so unnecessary. Old. It's so old. Yeah, like it's it's like why are they still making Clint Eastwood movies? Like what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, Clint Eastwood just came out with a movie where he's like a drug runner. <laughs> that was the Mule. The Mule. And oh, it came out a while ago. <laughs> Yeah, I it came out. It came out dick. last year. I mean, it passed his prime, but it get lit. Wait, what'd you say? I thought it was about his dick. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, no, too smooth. Oh, no wrinkles. No wrinkles. <laughs> Doesn't grow. Just it's the same size. My apologies. I, Man, I that's right. Otherwise. Just has that broken hinge. Yeah. Pick it up. Boom. I love Harrison Ford, but I think this is like yeah, he's got this just too much. Oh, is he gonna have a fight scene? I like, hope so. Oh, you got to. I love Harry. I, now the th- question is, do you think they're gonna recast Mutt Williams? With someone else? Oh God, I hope not. I love. I, I come on. <laughs> I I love that fucking kid so much. I hope Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. I love him. I, I hope he's him. in it, and I hope they like just write him into an insane asylum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I hope they let him it. like fully off the leash. Because <laughs> I mean, I know he's got a lot of problems, but I, he had I, a hard upbringing. I, yeah, exactly. And uh, and being a child star, and Honey Boy was amazing, and uh, Peanut Butter Falcon is amazing. I don't know if you gentlemen have seen those. Both see both of those films. They're so good. They're so good. This one time I had sex with my wife, and I I came and I screamed Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I, is that not normal? See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I just ah, 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 Shia LaBeouf. Sometimes I yell <laughs> even Steven. <laughs> oh, I like that too. That's, that's, that's good. That's talk. good. That's good. <laughs> oh my god. No, no, uh, just call me Micah. Nail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is uh, that- Micah, this is a property that I know is near and dear to your heart. They uh, they have casted the lead for the new Predator movie. Oh, the uh, oh God, what is her name, man? I uh, I her name is yeah, she's a babe, right? She's a babe, right? Yes, she's totally a babe. Amber Midthunder. Yeah, she's uh, that's a sweet last name. That is yeah, cool she's name. she's native, right? Yes, because uh, we covered this like it's long a long while time back. ago. This is that, this is like this is a prequel. It's like the Native Americans come in contact with a predator, and it's her unfortunately breaking away like Pocahontas style. Yeah, with a predator instead of John Smith, who was a predator. I mean, she was underage. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she was totally a predator. This is a, this is an actual predator alien, not a sexual predator like John Smith <laughs> or that filthy John Adams who married her. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I'm, I'm I'm really excited about this. Is there is there a date for this yet? Uh, not that I've seen. No. But okay. It's, it's is this, the, this uh, the first. Is this the first Disney one too? Yeah. Or is yes. It, is yes. The first Abs- one that yes. Disney's attached to. It's being directed by uh, Dan Trachtenberg, who directed Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is a pretty good movie. Ten Cloverfield Lane yeah, is good. Very underrated. Yeah, it's a good flip. Yeah, I. Uh, it's just a I damn like people, good movie. If it would have been released. Without the, I don't know. I thought like the Cloverfield aspect, people had too many expectations. Okay, and they didn't go into it just to ex- to experience the movie as what it was. They were just waiting. When are the when is the alien from Cloverfield coming? Where is it? Yeah, is it? yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
did, uh, uh, speaking of, of stuff that's like near and dear to me, did you guys see that? Uh, so it's it's kind of weird and it's a little confusing right now. Uh, they've been talking about a reboot for Hellraiser for like the past 15 years. Uh, instead, we kept getting these weird sequels that aren't exactly Hellraiser movies. See, what happened was there's like there was a script. Uh, script kind of gets bounced around a little bit. Uh, studio will pick it up and be like, "Ooh, we like the script, but uh, Let's hand, the handing it back to you." Yeah. Uh, put Pinhead in here and put the Le Merchant configuration here, please. Uh, so they they tweak it a little bit and they turn it into a Hellraiser movie. So we kept getting these sequels. Uh, and it all it has a lot to do with like Clive Barker didn't have the rights to Hellraiser anymore, but after that thirty year stretch, he eventually got the rights back. So now he owns Hellraiser again. Uh, so HBO Max is going to have a Hellraiser series that's coming out. You excited uh, for that? Yes. I am. Uh, I am because I guess Clive Barker is going to have a hand in this. He's not going to write it. He's not going to direct it. He's going to be there. Offer like, opinions and Like stuff. the way George Lucas was because, you know, they listen to George so much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those, those Star Wars movies. Well, he wasn't there for the, those last three movies. He wasn't? They yeah. pulled him in for nine to try and save it. Okay. And then he just said, <laughs> there's no saving He gave him the Howard the Duck treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so so HBO Max is going to have this Hellraiser series. Uh, it's not a... The series isn't going to be a reboot. It's going to be a different story. Okay. So that's not even to say if Pinhead is going to be a character in this. Uh, because there are different types of Cenobites. There are different levels of that other dimension. It's not hell. It's another dimension. Um, there's, you know, and there's different leaders. There's different sections and stuff like that. Um, so you have... You have that going on, and it just came out that David Bruckner, the guy that did uh, the movie The Ritual, that is a horror movie that's right to Netflix. Do you did you see The Ritual? It came out, I believe, in like 2016. I want to see. It's did you see that one? I don't know. Group, a group of guys, it. they went on like a, a a hike through. I think it was like Norway or something. Yes, I did see that. And they, they yeah, it was they, good. They was like, good well, let's do a shortcut. And they go through the woods, and yeah. there's a fucking monster in yeah. there and a cult and shit. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's it's awesome. So. This guy is in charge to not, like, make a remake of the Hellraiser movie, but to make another movie out of the Hellbound Heart, which was Clive Barker's novelization of Hellraiser. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a short. It's not even that long. It's like it's like two hundred pages. It's there's not a lot to go on. Uh, the movie is actually better than the book. Uh, the Hellraiser movie is better than the book. Like, there's it totally is. Um and. Uh, so I guess it's going to be based on that book, not a remake of the movie. Uh, so I guess it's going to be close to that. So there is going to be Pinhead in this one. Uh, but Pinhead is going to be like the way he was in the book. So you're not going to have the Pinhead that we know and love, Doug Bradley, uh, with the you know the, the, the slices through his face with the pins. It's going to be like sporadic spikes through his head. And they're, oh, okay. they're gold and there's gems on them. It's really weird uh, mm. how he's depicted in the books. Uh, so this is going to be a movie that somehow Hulu has the rights to. So you have HBO Max has rights to this Hellraiser franchise series. Now Hulu has the rights to the Hellraiser reboot. That's coming out. This is fucking weird. Yeah, that's a lot of uh, a lot of cooks in the kitchen. It sounds. It definitely like. is, and I guess Clive Barker doesn't really have anything to do with this Hulu version. 
but Clive Barker is going to is be... Is that concerning for you? Definitely. Okay. Uh, Clive Barker hasn't worked on any of these films since the third one, uh, where he didn't write, direct, or anything, but he was just there like, okay, you could do this, you could do that, whatever. Uh, and that was pretty much it. And offering like insight on like the the, the story behind the cube itself. Uh, because we know when you, you solve that cube, it opens up that whole dimension of otherworldly pleasures, which isn't really pleasurable. Uh, it's a bad well, Some time. find pain pleasurable. That's true. <laughs> uh, that's what uh, Uncle Frank found out in the, uh, in the first movie. But anyways... Uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, some people uh, like their nipples pinched. Hey, man, Albert Fish had like thirty needles in his dick at one point. That's so, too many needles. Yeah, it turns out he's full of them. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, and Albert Fish also like you know ate a girl. So I don't know who that is. Uh, Sounds like a real mulligan. This isn't the yes yeah, in the podcast for it, but sorry, I'm getting <laughs> off track here. Uh, but anyways, I'm I I am excited for the movie, but at the same time, I'm not. Uh, I'm more excited about this show on HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of something that you might have been excited about, but then you weren't, Army of the Dead. You see it? Oh, yeah, man. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was a shit sandwich. It was fine. Yeah, it was shit sandwich, but you dipped it in blue cheese. It was all right. Yeah, you knew it was a shit sandwich. I knew what I was getting into. Oh, my God. How good can Zack Snyder direct... A slow motion scene. To oh, a Jesus song. Christ. He's so good at that. I am so sick of that shit. No, it's uh, great every time. The dude. opening scene? <laughs> the opening. That okay. The, Vegas is getting destroyed by the zombies. That opening scene was, was sweet. Awesome. Yeah, because he knows how to do that. That, shit. that was cool. Yeah. It also reminded me a lot like Zombieland, which he did not do. So no, I felt like that was kind of a rip. It reminded me of Watchmen, that opening scene with Bob Dylan. Same yeah, kind of thing. Slow that's motion, true. seeing what's happening in the yeah. past. So is Being it in the future? He does. He just does the same thing all the time. Literally the yeah. same thing. But it's cool. he hasn't. I'm fine eh, with that. Sorry. I like it. I enjoy uh, it. Oh, it, it was it was fine. You could see. You could totally tell that. Like all those lines. The the lady was the helicopter. The helicopter lady. Well, she wasn't supposed to be there. That was that was Chris Delia. Yeah. Yeah. He got, he got cut. So they. Had yeah. To, yeah. So they. They reshot. I think. Uh, do we talk about this? I don't know if we. They did. had. To, they had to like. Reshoot they had to reshoot all this. All of. In. Yeah. So she Cost was filmed. She was filmed in front of a green screen. Okay. They took Chris Dealey out, put her in, gave her the same fucking lines. So like, a lot of people were like, "Oh God, there. Who is this lady? She sucked." <laughs> the reason why she sucked is because she was literally put in a room like she, she Anakin had, Skywalker. She, yeah, she suffered the George Lucas treatment. Yeah, the George and they're Lucas like, treatment. They're like, really? pretend Dave Bautista's right there and you're talking to him. Uh, and also, the CGI smoke from her cigar was just really bothering me. <laughs> oh, I never noticed that. <laughs> oh, my God. It was clear as day that it was CGI smoke. So, I mean, it's a very... The, the one thing about all these streaming services that I like is they're allowing artists to be artists again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, with this movie, yeah, it's not great. But, like, <laughs> they allowed Zack no. Snyder to do what to he Zach wanted Snyder. to do. To the point, like, I was watching the movie, and there's a scene where they're, like... They're shooting zombies to get out of this casino in Vegas. Yeah. And they shoot one, and I'm like, huh, his face blew off, but why does his skull look silver? Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm just seeing things because I was like half. It took me two nights to watch. That was was really confusing for me at first, too. Two and a half hours long, right? So we watched half of it on Sunday, half of it on Monday, and I saw that. I'm like, maybe I'm just delirious because I'm fucking tired. But no, no, it's a fucking robot zombie. <laughs> robot zombies. <laughs> robot fucking zombie. Yep. And the beauty is he's like, 
well, yeah, I got all these other ideas for sequels and prequels and in betweenquels and fucking cinematic universe. Yep. That like I want to put into place. Snyderverse. But yeah. I didn't have the time to lay the groundwork for all this stuff. <laughs> but if I do get that opportunity, I didn't want that future vision to feel like it was shoehorned in. So I wanted to put little Easter eggs in this movie so that if that stuff got, does come to fruition, you can look back at this movie and be like, holy shit, it was there the whole time. Which there's a kind of an ignorant beauty to that. You have to admit that. There's like, it's an insane fucking way of thinking, but it's different than this fucking cut, copy, repeat shit that Hollywood's doing. I, yeah, I'll give him credit for that. The, uh, yeah, and I uh, honestly, man, I... It had a baby. The zombie had a baby. What's that about? I don't know. We'll find out next week. Will, he's literally done that before. He really likes doing... Yeah, I forgot about Dawn of the Dead. That's right. He loves zombie fetuses. Did it eat its way out? I don't know. I thought it like... Oh, yeah, I guess it did. This sounds like a movie that's going to be like a cult classic in 20 years. I hope Army so. of the Dead, yeah, uh, with the that. with the special effects, I don't think so. No, no, I think, I think it will. the I think the special effects at that point will be so like uh, that people won't even want to. I don't to... think so because really movies that like fucking RoboCop special effects suck on that thing. Yeah, but they're they're different. It's a different like well, how how long were fucking his arms when he fell off the goddamn tower? His arms were long as hell. Jack <laughs> Jones had such long arms. <laughs> Why did Dick Jones have such long arms? <laughs> he worked for OCP. We used to, we used to call the old man a lot of names too. Boner. <laughs> <laughs> Bad special effects, I think, make older movies better. Yeah, I just don't know how this is going to translate. Because if you go back and watch something like Avatar, like it's unwatchable. Because I've seen it with Dances with Wolves, and I saw it with Pocahontas. <laughs> That's, uh, that was a Same bad, fucking movie. bad example. Um, I don't like Avatar. But <laughs> That's a story for another day. Yeah, and, uh, another that day. movie's rough. Um, but, uh, I mean, it was, did, did you say you, want, you didn't I watch not, it? No, I have not. My GPS board's been Matt, in for a couple weeks. Matt or Matt? No, I haven't watched it yet. So okay. my, my, my big qualm with this movie is, okay, there's human zombies, but they're not acting like humans. Okay, that makes sense. They're zombies. But there's a zombie tiger, and it's acting like a fucking tiger. <laughs> Why is it the zombie tiger acting like a fucking zombie? We're going to talk about the zombie horse that is literally, like, neighing and actually act- acting like a horse. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, cat, like, meows. Oh, yeah, like, and what the fuck like, was yawns, up with it? and then he goes lay down on the fucking car yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it starts, That's like... That's not it, what a zombie cat would do. It starts... That's what a regular cat does. It starts I'm cleaning itself. Like, yeah. it literally, like, starts, like... Like cleaning itself, and the way it kills the one character, it's like, it kills it like a like, like, a, like a, a fucking regular tiger. Would. Yeah, yeah. Like it crushes his head. I did like the uh, the little callback to Alien Aliens, uh, with the uh, Vasquez type character. Yes, that was cool. Uh, she was the best part. Yeah, but she was the best part for the time she was in it. And that it, honestly, that was. She was phenomenal. When you guys see it, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, but a lot of the plot makes zero sense, too, by the way. Oh, zero fucking zero sense. sense. That's, the be- that's how best the, the but best do not, are. But it's usually these plot holes yeah. are the bigger are. story. Do there, not. There's a time yeah. loop, maybe. Maybe there's robot zombies. Maybe there's zombie babies. Maybe there's robot this, zombies. There's well, that's that. for the prequel sequel. Prequel sequel <laughs> in between cool. Now the thing Ooh, is like can't wait. The people that are the people that are actually like I, I'm watching like people on Twitter and stuff like that shit on this movie. It's like you took the time to watch a movie called 
Army, Army of the of Dead. The dead. Like, what it the just, fuck did you, you think took it the time to watch the, a movie who the lead is Dave Batista. But he's a good actor. He's a very good actor. The scenes that he had were great. Yeah, he was all right. I think Dave Batista's like calling card now, like how The Rock always has like the smolder in his movies. Dave Batista Brooding. needs to have a scene where he's suffering through immense pain. Where he goes, <laughs> every, movie. every movie. And he does it so well. Does it so well. I was confused on who the uh, – oh, this is real quick, man. Zack Snyder sucks at humor. <laughs> he sucks at humor. Oh, my God. Who the fuck was the uh, – they were trying to have that German kid yeah. be like the, uh, you know, the the the, the, yeah, the fun, 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 yeah, yuck, yeah, yuck yeah. guy. Yeah. And all of his shit was just falling flat. I think he has a, a certain sense of humor. Like, growing up, you either loved America's Funniest Home Videos with Bob Saget or you loved America's Funny with Dave Coulier. Was that the name? I don't know. No, What's no. Dave it Coulier's was Dave show's name. America's uh, I was in America. funny times. I was America. So, uh, funny America. Ha ha. Now I was a Bob. I was Bob Saget. Yeah. See, I, yeah. I prefer Dave Coulier. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Different senses of humor. So I don't prefer Zack Snyder's sense of humor, but maybe some people do. I guess. I mean, I, I smiled. I didn't laugh. It's like when they were trying to make. He was trying to make like the Flash funny, and like all of all of well, the Flash's lines a terrible sucked. Person and should just crawl into a corner. And Agreed. Go away. Agreed. But I'm saying it's like his idea of humor, and like I'm going to write this part for this guy. It's going to be funny. It's just it's not. You know what I picture his sense of humor. His sense of humor was like when that girl smelled Aquaman's shirt. He was just like. <laughs> It's like if a guy smelled her underwear. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even on purpose. <laughs> that's Zack Snyder. It's great. That's, that's a sense of humor. I, I, yeah, that's, you're great. Yeah, I am great. Thank I dig you. that. I appreciate that. I appreciate right. you, fellas. You ready to read some comic books? Sure. All right. I'll kick this one off. The mad if you want to follow. You got one, right? Uh, no, no. Got you didn't bring one. Nope. Okay, no problem at all. I'll start. We'll do our usual order then. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bring so up the rear. <laughs> so I got a fun one. That's what I'm good for, man. I wanted. I did. I did tell Will this before uh, we went on air. My my His comic porno site. My down. comic book porno site's gone That's because because of the por- the porn. Kill with one stone. Anymore. So what did you find? Uh, it's a different site. <laughs> there was no porn. Oh wait, no. Hold on. There no. it is. Can you last more than five minutes? Hente, no. I can't know. No. I no, can't. The answer is no. <laughs> there it is. Never mind. Found it. Uh, but I found it. How much read whiskey. all comics. It's a lot. It's it's really nicely done. But I did, I'm reading a book today called uh, Doctor Doom and the Masters of Evil. That's, that's a fucking great title. It's a great title. But the Masters of Evil are not actually in this first book. Who <laughs> uh, <Ooh>. fault? <laughs> Flagrant <laughs> false advertisement. Uh, it's, oh, is what it's that horrendous. is. But it's Doctor Doom and the Sinister Six. Are the, they masters the of evil as well? They're not. They're not. It's yeah. I was well, then surprised. I was surprised about that, but it was uh, relatively. Uh, it was. was uh, this actually a very funny read. It was very not Doctor Doomish, not Sinister Sixish. It was a dumb ball in a comedy role. So, uh, whatever. They're, they're they're in Paris, France, and uh, you know they're talking, oh illusions can be quite a chore. They're tricks, really. And the human mind loves to be tricked. What the. Take the raw ingredients of what is and craft that, that into something else. But even under my strict guidance, thoughts still stray my illusions splinter apart. My audience invariably sees what they want, fear, expect, or desire, 
Belief is so very malleable. Therefore, I must be on hand to continually shape their beliefs in proper fashion. And it's just Mysterio uh, standing in uh, the middle of Paris, France, and smoke and all sorts of stuff. And he's surrounded by the Sinister Six. Uh, this book is called uh, Doomed If You Do, Doomed If You Don't. It's uh, Mysterio, Sandman, Chameleon, Dr. Octopus, Vulture, and, and Craven. And they're at some kind of like meat cart. <laughs> Are they getting street meat? Are they getting shawarma? Yeah, it's Craven's like, hand hand to me some of the ham crepes. Uh, And then Vulture goes, no ham for me, please. And then Chameleon's like, I still think it's funny that Vulture is a vegetarian. (laughs) Vulture's like, it's my age. I have to watch what I eat. (laughs) So whatever. They're walking through the streets of Paris, France, in their costumes, of course. And they're like, oh, they're asking, Mysterio, what what are we looking like right now? And they're like, oh, we're just uh, a... looking like a punk band just walking through the streets of Paris and they're, they're chit-chatting they're talking about how Dr. Doom broke into the lair and kind of messed them up it was kind of funny he just found them he punched through their wall and like the, he just comes in he sucker punches Chameleon which I don't know why it's it's funny the way it is like he didn't say anything he just punches Chameleon nice and say, of someone else yeah. <laughs> 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 and same manner goes oh, awesome fighting skills Cammy and uh <laughs> Dr. Octopus goes to Chameleon. It looks like you were disguised as a punching bag. <laughs> like, this is good stuff. Like, this is like a not like... That's good shit! <laughs> and, like Sandman's talking trash, and then, then they're like, oh, but yeah, he got the Sandman too. He, he, Dr. Doom shot some super oil something at him, and his molecules couldn't bring himself together. So he just destroyed him very quickly, beat up Dr. Octopus. They're all just being like, yeah, well, you know, I did better than the other... Person just kind of going back and forth, and Doctor Doom beats up Craven, Doc Ock, and uh, Mysterio's like, "Yeah, whatever." I lasted the longest, ha ha. Uh, but they have this conversation; they're actually working for Doctor Doom. He straight up tells him, "Hey, uh, you guys are going to work for me, and this is how it's going to be." And they need him to steal something from, uh, you know, Stark Industries, so to speak. And they're going, they're going, they're they're showing up there. They 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 disguising the group, the Sinister Six, as uh, security guards is kind of walking through their. Well, they're in New York now. For I don't know why they were in Paris in the first place, but uh, they're they're tailing. It's it's Tony Stark. It's Doctor Strange kind of walking, uh, hanging out. They're waiting for some stuff. That they 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 turn it. They're disguised as doctors. Uh, but then finally they corner. Uh, Doctor Strange goes away for a bit, and they corner Tony Stark, and they start to fight him. And uh, it's it's just big battle. And like Strange and Iron Man are just just. Kicking the crap out of them, like this is the most unserious Sinister Six I think I've ever seen in a comic book. They're very. Oh, did the to... writers of Modok do this one? <laughs> it certainly sounds like. If you, even if you look at the animation, it's very like I'm, I'm going to try and show you guys. It's very, you know, it's just it, it it's like a, it's got like a goofy vibe to it. It's kind of like I like that. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like the X Men Evolution cartoon animation style, but it was just not to be taken very seriously. Tight shirts, baggy pants, yes. That was the era. Just a bunch of Jeff Hardys. That, <laughs> that was the era, but yeah, they were just getting just wrecked, mollywopped, and uh, finally, like Chameleon gets punched, and then Iron Man, uh, Iron Man grabs Mysterio. He's the last one standing, and uh, some security guards walk in and go, "Iron Man, what are you doing?" And uh, Mysterio turns out all the all the Sinister Six guys into security guards again here. So they, it looks like Iron Man is just kind of kicking the crap out of them, and then whatever they steal this giant like scepter uh, thing that Doctor Doom needed, and he goes, "Yeah, I don't need you guys anymore," and he's moving on to 
now he's going to find the Masters of Evil and make them work for him. But uh, the banter in this was really, really good. Like, we used to rate, like, dialogue and stuff for these books. Like, yeah. it's actually very, very humorous to kind of watch these guys. It's like a, like a high school sports team, just kind of just busting each other's balls. Hey, I'm better than you at this. And uh, But this is a fun one. This is like a four- or five-part series that I honestly highly, highly recommend. I definitely want to follow through with it, but... It Do was, it. it. Oh, I will. Keep I, it going. You know, I'll, uh, next couple of weeks, I'll, I'll just follow through with Good. it. Good. Uh, yeah, this this is an interesting take on Sinister Six. So excited to see those Masters of Evil. <laughs> I know. I wonder who it's going to be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> False advertising. So that is my book. Micah. Let me guess. Is there a war? It takes, takes place in the stars. What? Yeah. It's the last one. Oh, Last one. Uh, the epic conclusion. Yeah, I know it's been a while. Uh, we have the the conclusion, part seven, of Colin Trevorrow's Star Wars Duel of the Fates. Uh, where we left off, Rey and Kylo, they had their fight where Kylo actually blinded Rey by striking her across the face with his lightsaber. So we're at the Mortis Temple. This is already way better than Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, I don't like this ending. Uh, no? No, no. The, the whole everything was good. For me, at least, until like this. Um, let's see. Ray lies motionless, blind and bleeding, and she calls out, Luke. Her hand moves. Luke senses her. Uh, and this is where... Uh, so in the last issue, you remember Kylo swung at Luke, and Luke actually caught the lightsaber with his hands, his ghost force hands. Um So Luke, he senses, he senses her while he's holding Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Let go, Kylo. You can't defeat us. Us? I am not alone. Obi-Wan was right. We're connected. All living things. Ray drags her ass up the steps. We go back to the capital. Uh, the capital where uh, Leia's up in that, that big-ass ship. And she senses Ray. Uh, and she can hear Luke say, the Force surrounds us. Rose, she's in the, the capital building, army crawling, because she's going to do the whole, like, let me fuck with their hyperdrive thing. Uh... Uh, Rose lies in she's she's army crawling through and she could start hearing Luke. Uh, it penetrates us. Rose, it, Rose. What did I say? Rose. You said Rose. I'm like, this yeah. Is the, this is the Rose that everybody hates, right? No, Rose is actually awesome in this one. Is she? Yeah. Okay. No, she actually like serves uh, like a purpose and she's okay. not annoying. Yeah, That's it's a novel idea. Yeah, Crazy. she's she's written. Crazy real, what good writing can do. Yeah. She is written really well in this one. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, anyways, uh, Luke goes back. He's like, it, it binds the galaxy together. We are one, bound by the Force. Poe re- senses it, and is like, Ray. Uh, he's in uh, uh, the Millennium Falcon while he's down there fighting, and uh, that's where she... Uh, Ray starts pulling her stuff up. She says Poe's name. She says Finn's name. Finn feels her connection. Everybody that is has had, like, a connection with Ray, they could feel it. They could hear her. They could hear Luke. Um, this is this this part's cool, uh, and uh, they they all kind of start saying in unison, "Fight, fight, 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 fight." Uh, so, uh, and Luke says, "And we will not be broken." Uh, after those words, he vanishes. Ray gets up. She takes off one of her little arm sleeve things, ties her head off on it, just like Blind Kenshi from Mortal Kombat. And uh, she is going to fuck some shit up Rudger Hauer, Rudger Hauer style. Oh, Rom Korda from uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Yes, that's very good. Very that's good. good. One. Yeah. yeah, so also also a little callback to that, too. God, I love that game. Uh, 
And uh, that's where Ray just stands in the doorway and goes, our masters were wrong. I will not deny my anger. I will not reject my love. Sorry, she doesn't say. I will not reject my anger. I will not reject my love. Uh, her lightsaber flies into her hand. She says that I am the darkness. I am the light. And uh, fucking uh, a dick face over here is like, you are nothing. You are no one. And she replies with, no one is no one. Uh, oh. well, how witty. Yeah, so they <laughs> they go at it. They go at it back and forth. I bet this fight scene would have been sweet. Now, uh, you said you listened to the show. Have you uh, been following like these uh, the, the this graphic novel here? Ray Ray has a double sided lightsaber. The one side is is Anakin's, and the other side was actually her like like staff that she was walking around with okay. that she designed, kind of like at the end where it was just that yellow lightsaber. Yeah, but it was double sided, uh, so she has an actual like Darth Maul style like with you know fucking sweet makes sense right? For her, it makes yeah. sense. It makes fucking sense, right? <laughs> of course. Yeah. All right. Uh, so they're duking it out. We get back to Coruscant and. Uh, Somebody comes running up to Leia, and it's just like, more ships arriving from the Outer Rim, General. And she's and Leia's just like, prepare for retreat. And she's like, no, these aren't First Order ships. Uh, And then you get, I thought you could use. I thought you could use a few of us here scoundrels. Yeah, that's right, man. Lando, just like in the movie we got, he went through the galaxy and got a big old posse. But this posse is just all like like uh, smugglers and pirates. Nice. Would have been cool to see Hondo in this. It would have been uh, nice But yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't pop up in here. Uh, Finn, he sees... He see, what's that? I would love to have seen Nian Num. <laughs> I mean, he was in it, but he never really served a purpose. He needed more of a role. No. Or in that fucking uh, episode of Venture Brothers, where they're like, what do we do with him? <laughs> nub nub. It's like, I don't know. He manifested from a trading card. Oh, let's just character. take him out back and kill him. No, can we keep <laughs> nub nub? <laughs> nub 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 nub. I love that. We can't. He's an abomination. Oh, I loved him as a kid. Still do. Still do. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, that's okay. Uh, Finn's uh, down there. He's like, Chewie, we got company. The whole side. The whole sky is coming down, raining hell on the first order, uh, and uh, so so Poe he comes flying down in his Millennium Falcon. He joins the fucking action. He's fucking shit up left and right. This would have been really cool to see. He takes the Millennium Falcon and he uh, uh, crashes through the legs of the first order walkers, uh, cutting the mechanical beast can I, can in I half at their knee. Yes, sir. Lando is really good at cutting through things, especially their legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Alarms are blaring in the capital, and you have Hux up there. Bomb the city! Decimate every last being! Uh, and then you got, our forces are outnumbered, sir. Hux realizes the tragic truth. The lost. This is great. This is actually part. He lost the Star Wars. <laughs> Hux. You actually said that? Yeah. Uh, Hux now we know who lost him. It was yeah, Hux right. The whole time, Hux storms into his his chamber, which was the Emperor's old office uh, on Coruscant, and uh, he grabs a lightsaber, which is part of like his little like collection thing here. It's Mace Windu's lightsaber, oh. and he drops to the knees, his knees, and he holds it at his chest, ignites it. 
He had like, carried himself from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. That's almost too much of an honorable death for him. For Hux? Yeah. A suicide like that? Yeah. I know. I know. It's almost too honorable. But honestly, at the same time, man, to see like a suicide in Star Wars would have been pretty fucking wild. Yeah. This is for kids. At the end of the day, Mark Hamill said Star Wars is for fucking it's for kids, is, not fucking yeah. kids. It's yeah. for kids. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so to have like Hux, I think. Thanks I, I, for correcting that. By the way, I just realized there was a comma there. There was a comma there. I just realized what you said. Thank you for correcting. Me. Hey, smart. Want to come over and watch Star Wars? <laughs> What's that smell? Didn't get enough sleep last night, did you? You shut your mouth when you're at. Oh, I'm carrying on my friend Mark Hamill. Hmm? What to you, huh? Did I say anything about Mark Hamill, Baron? Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You said it was for fucking kids? <laughs> Comma. Oh, I apologize. Thank you. I misinterpreted your dialogue. Barons, do you know that uh, your your genitals, if you don't get enough sleep, your genitals will go off and have strawberry scent to pedophiles? That is information I did not want to know, nor did I care to know it. Keep it to yourself. You scoundrel. So we get back to this, which was, I'm sure would have been an awesome fight between uh, a blind Ray and Kylo. Uh, and she uh, she ends up slicing through the hilt of his lightsaber, uh, severing his uh, pinky ring and middle finger. Uh, he drops down, and he's uh, he's cowering. He's doing the old Ric Flair thing. You're like, oh, no, no, don't come any closer, or I'll do this. Uh and uh, that's power where it is. power. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's too strong. I can't hold it. Like, you could stop. You relive that dialogue. You could stop shooting the lightning from your fingertips, well, buddy. That's how I got him in the end in the last one. That's, that's true. That's true. You would just uh, stop shooting so much. Yeah, seriously. You just can't stop. What? Oh, once I start, I can't stop. It feels so good. What if, what if the lightning was like a pea stream? Or just like. And he couldn't cut you, it off. You, you like, couldn't. Yeah. Going, can't cut it off. That's why it's good to do it in little spurts like a dog, like Mark in the Territory. I think if you pee in little spurts, you got something wrong up there. Maybe some chrysalis or some problems that you might need a, a shot for. No, don't tell me this, man. You make a pill for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, a silver bullet, I've heard. <laughs> Not Not right. <laughs> a little penicillin will take care of anything. Uh, so he's cowering, uh, but then he uh, remembers his training from Tor Valum and reaches out and extracts Ray's life force. She's like hovering and she's sort of like, and, healed himself. Uh, yeah, he used her life essence to heal himself. The all the mechanical shit on his face fell off. Uh, he got his fingers back. They grew back apparently from what does that. His dick look like probably <laughs> the, literally the Sharpay of dicks. So oh. many fucking wrinkles. Uh, so uh, he's over there, energized, and he's just he's smiling. And uh, but Ray is laying there, and she's like gray. She's all fucked up, and she goes. Ben, uh, Ben, please. And oh fuck, I just closed out of it. Hope that's not <laughs> uh, somebody, somebody, do a song. Sometimes hey. you feel like a nut. Sometimes, Sometimes you, don't. you don't. You ever you eat almond joy? I don't care for almond joys. You don't care for I almond, like joys? almond joys? Almond joys have that coconut in there, man. They do. None of it. Uh, mounds, it melts in your no mouth. No almonds. It's not. Uh, I'm like Woody Harrelson on that, man. It's not the. It's not the taste. It's the texture that gets me. With the coconut? Yeah, man. 
I like a coconut in like a in like a drink. Coconut I don't flavor. I don't like I like a coconut flavor. I don't like you the don't like actual like physical. I don't like the flakes of coconut. Weird, weird texture. I shouldn't I shouldn't be eating flakes. Like it's like like flakes of dandruff. I, am I am I am I, am I, am I, am I is this stalling? Okay, guys. The Damn these! Don't we're, we're nearly have this. These, these curse these sweaty fingers of mine. It is uh, really hot in here. Yeah, man, I'm I'm pouring sweat right now. All right, so uh, she's laying on the floor, and uh, and she's just like Ben, please. Leia fills it. He she could feel uh, Ray's pain. She calls out to Kylo, Ben, come back, Ben, come home. Kylo could hear her. And Kylo kind of starts crying, and Leia goes, "Help us, Ben! Help us!" Like uh, Kylo feels the very thing that destroyed Anakin, but it doesn't make him feel weak. He looks at Ray's outstretched hand and takes it, lifts her up. Uh, the living life force is flowing back into Ray. Both the light and the dark swirl within her. She can actually take the blindfold off. Her eyes are back. As Kylo is reduced to an empty shell, a man without power, a frightened boy. And they collapse in each other's arms. And that's where Kylo Ren says, Solana, your name, Ray Solana. Ray is stunned to hear her surname, distant like a memory. Uh, and these were Ben's final words. She says, goodbye, Ben. Ray watches the light dim. Uh, and uh, they kind of collapse on each other. She's half dead. Kylo Ren's dead dead. Um, and uh, you get back on Coruscant. War's won. Everyone's happy. Flags, all that shit. Uh, everyone's talking. Oh, God, I'm so glad you're not dead, whatever. Uh, and then uh, the the First Order, they go to they try to escape. Because uh, that that whole the Capitol building was actually a ship, right? Uh, Rose, when she was up in the ducks, she wasn't able to disable the the uh, hyper hyperdrive, but she managed to reroute it, and they blast right into a sun. Yeah, so they burn That's up. A better angle than she had in the movie. Yes, yeah. she literally killed everyone. Like she's That's basically she's basically Chopper and Rebels in this movie. Yeah, um, he does kill a lot of people. He kills so many. Yeah. Uh, so we get back to Ray. Ray, this is where, like, I, this whole ending here is kind of weak. I, I don't like how it was just, like, that split second, like, okay, I'm Ben Solo. I, I don't like that, how it's like, oh, I just got everything I wanted. Ah, oh, shit, I feel really bad about this. Here's your life back, Ray. I'm going to die now. <laughs> um, let me tell you Let me tell you your name. Like, after all of that, really, yeah. after all the shit he did in this movie, or in this in this script, uh, Ray Ray is a Force ghost, uh, and she encounters Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, Yoda, and Luke, uh, and she's like, "Is this death? Uh, <clears throat> in this place, there was no such thing as death." Uh, and she's like, "I can see." And uh, Luke says, "Your true self is free. You're suffering. Uh, you're suffering. You're free of pain." Taught as much you have. Uh, I've taught you. Mm. Succeed where we have failed. Narrow was our point of view. Uh, you chose to embrace the dark side and the light to find balance within, Luke said. Coexist they must, as such feelings do in all of us. But if I'm here with you, a choice you must make to return or remain. Uh, so apparently you have a choice when you die as a Jedi. Like uh, when you when you go to this plane, you could be like, oh, I'm gonna go back, or I'm just gonna stay here. Uh, and Luke goes, 
Here there is serenity, knowledge, peace. Those lost but not forgotten. And uh, she turns around and she could see a shimmering light. And she goes, and there? There you will find a galaxy in turmoil, pain and suffering. The loss of those you love. But living you will be. Love you shall. Uh, Ray considers it. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna Is go Yoda back. Love her? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and get my fuck on. So uh, Yoda was gonna have her. Probably. I think. I think oh, they all that were. What scared her back then? Yeah. Well, she's like, she's like, you know, what? I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna bone yeah, that. Would have been Grover. She would have been downed pound. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, but yeah, she wants. She wants to get in that fucking strange pose, and uh, uh, you are a Jedi, Ray Solana, but you will not be the last. Um. Does Ray own a salon or uh <laughs> <laughs> Ray Solana Ray Solana Salon. I like that. Back on Coruscant, they have that big ceremony thing where everybody gets medals, including Chewbacca. It's cool. Leia doesn't die. And uh Poe and Chewie, they go on a search through the galaxy to find Ray. Uh R2D2 is put back together, he's okay. And then uh we have uh they're on Modesta. And Rose and Finn are in charge of these kids, right? And these kids are all Force-sensitive. And uh, that's where they're talking about. One day, Ray will come back. And in the distance, they see a silhouette of somebody walking. And it's Ray, Solana. And her eyes are okay. And she is walking up towards this new Jedi temple to teach a new generation of Jedi. All right. In the end. Wait, hold, I, on. hold on. What's up? What's up, man? How was she going to teach a new generation Jedi when she was barely trained herself? What kind of bullshit pro wrestling Same stuff way is Luke Same way Luke did. He was trained by Yoda. In a like couple a days. For, yeah. It was like, a it was like, really it was like camp. Finish. It was like camp. Technically. Yeah. yeah. But like. Yo, like, Ray got, like, a, she had a day or two with Luke, and Luke wasn't even at his best. I, this is literally, like, every so pro in, wrestler who I hate opening up their own training school and promotion because they can't get booked anywhere else. All well, right? Well, that's what she happened. She couldn't, <laughs> she didn't secure any more movies. So yeah. She, she burned, she burned a lot of bridges. If you can't do, you teach. So that's what she's doing. She can't do shit. All right. So I, I just to say that as I'm up. Also, up. Matt, uh, in, uh, in like, I think it's like the first issue of this, of Colin Trevor's his script here that was turned into the comic book. Uh, Luke is still training Ray as that a force true. ghost. That yeah. So true. she okay. didn't, uh, unlike uh, what we got. She never cut her connection off from Luke. Luke's been with her the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Just that is true. training That's her. A good point. Yeah. Right. I tend to say ask that. So. But no, I I, I I feel you too on that. All right. So I'm gonna read to you guys an excerpt from the the Marvel Mag of Mirth and Mayhem. What the That's the name of this book, gentlemen. What the What the From nineteen ninety one. The year of our Lord. So I will read the Ultimate Warrior was champion of the strange young fighting frogs. I can't imagine why I connected with this story. Are they battle toads? Ponder. So the first thing we see is a note. It says Megabit Comics Inc. Dear Drew, thank you for sending us your proposal, Captain Super. It stinks. Go away. Cordially yours, the editor, in parentheses, who knows a good comic book when he sees one, and this ain't it. We tell you what to read. 
Drew's mad. Drew must be reading this. Ah! Then we get another note. Second best Comics Inc. Better than almost everyone else. Well, that makes sense. They're the second best, almost everybody else. Dear Mr. Mrs. Miss Ms. Quickly, here's a check for a million dollars for your Captain Super story? <laughs> Only kidding. Enclosed, please find your crudely proposed and our coffee stains. Sincerely, a bunch of guys who've already forgotten more about comics than you'll ever know. Well, that's just darn mean for poor Drew. And then uh, we see a third note. Little Joey's Kitchen Table Comics LTD. I like the way that this business sounds. Dear Drew Quickly, Captain Super is stupid. This is all spelled incorrectly, by the way, with backwards lettering. It's like kids do when they're cute. Learn to draw, learn to write. My comics are better than yours. Duh. Sincerely, Little Joey Comics. Jealous and you're not me. So we see Drew quickly. He's your average red-haired, pimply-faced, braced-toothed teen. Ah, you fools! You creatines, my whole super captain, super. Ah, he's been he's been rejected by every publisher on the planet. Why can't we just work as sheer brilliance as it is? And we see his bedroom. He's got he's got stacks and stacks of lawn boxes, which I'm sure are full of either pornography magazines and comic books. Probably both. Probably and then we both. see Probably this, both. This, uh, this poster of Captain Super, this character he's created that looks like a mix between Superman and Captain America. Uh, he's got a big belt buckle that's silver that says, uh, let's do it my way. Maybe he's a little mix of Frank Sinatra. Who knows? He's, it's a belt buckle? Yeah, it's a belt buckle. It says, let's do it my way? Yeah. That's a little... I don't, like, I don't like this. 1991. <laughs> Captain Super gets what he wants. <laughs> and then that's where Drew says, Don't worry, Captain, I swear. By the flex flower graphics colors, that I'll bring you to life, I swear I'll do it. And this is the title of the Strange Young Fighting Frogs. So Drew, he, he he's sitting here with Captain Super, but how? I've got to create a comic so insipid, so classically commercial that I can't fail to become a hit. And then when I've got as much clout as Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'll ditch my hit book and release Captain Super on an unsuspecting but blindly faithful fandom. He walks out into his backyard. There's a cat sitting on a trash can. There's a crab sitting there for some odd reason. What idea is sufficiently stupid, though? Oh, the really dumb, commercial, dark and gritty, realistic ones are already taken. Well, let's see. Hmm. Maybe a moronic, a moronic team. Those books are pretty popular. I'll create a team, but what team? What? And then he's standing in a pond full of not one, not two, not three, but four frogs. Oh. There's four frogs there. Wow. I wonder what this is. Where, where this is going. That's strange. I don't remember there being so many frogs in this pond. Hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe the seasons change and the tadpoles are now young frogs jumping and fighting for the food. Oh, wait a minute. Light bulb goes off with a little uh, cartoon of an electro in said light bulb. Mm. Wait a minute. Strange young fighting frog. That's it. That's it. The strange young fighting frog. That's an idiotic title. Hmm, I'll be a millionaire. And then we see the cover of the Strange Young Fighting Frogs, George, Douglas, Norman, and Ike. 
One looks like the Punisher. That's George. One looks like Rambo. That's Douglas. One looks like uh, a World War II veteran. That's Norman. And then Ike looks just like um, um, Nick Fury. (laughs) So perfect. A quarter of nearly mindless amphibious killing machines. The people are going to love it. And then... He submits it to another comic book. Uh, this old chap kind of looks like Wilford Brimley. Deal, <laughs> <laughs> kid. Quickly, you sure got it. Your finger on the pulse of the fandom. The strange young fighting frogs. What a concept. And uh, Drew here is holding a contract that says big dollar contract. So he's made it rich, folks. Big dollar contract. <laughs> so now we see the comic books and... The guy's selling to me, sorry, folks, we're sold out of the strange young fighting frogs. And all these people are like, ah, sugar tax. I wanted my strange young fighting frogs. And then we see Drew, thought bubble. If they only knew who I was, they'd rip my clothes off. <laughs> oh, he's got some insidious plans. <laughs> what a bunch of jacks. This is even better than I imagined. Now we see this uppity L.A. agent. Oh, here you go. You got your doll frogs. I like it. You got your frog underwear. I like it. And your contract for 10% of the gross. I like it a lot, says Drew. Now he's at the 20th annual ConCon, comic book convention. And here he is talking to the masses. And so, in the throes of existential envy and angst, I created a true reflection of our troubled times, a mirror, if you will, of man's inhumanity of nature, a modern-day four horsemen of the apocalypse. Kind of sounds probably what Zack Snyder pitched in Netflix. Oh, Christ. <laughs> the strange young fighting frogs, thank, thank you so much. And these nerds are just gobbling it up. What a dark, realistic, gritty creator. All so different. And now we see Drew living in a penthouse, getting waited on by his butler, getting massages from pretty ladies in bikinis. Ah, this is the only way a talented comic book mastermind is to live. And to think I owe it all to four silly little froggies. Or should I say they owe it to me? His butler comes up. Excuse me, Master Drew. I was cleaning your closet, and I found this box of old things from your parents' house. Shall I throw it out? Oh, my gosh, it's Captain Soup. I forgot all about him. I was going to make him a big deal. Oh, I completely forgot about him. Ah, but how can I turn my back on everything that the frogs have brought me? Thousands of people work for me, and they rely on the frogs to come for their income. But I can't ignore my ideals. Hmm. I have to have the courage to start it all over again. Oh, Drew, baby, Drew, baby, I got something to show you. More merchandise. Brand new item. One size that fits them all. They're frog condoms. It <laughs> <laughs> does it. I've got to kill off the frogs that laid the golden egg. So here's Drew. He's pitching it to the comic book creator. And he goes, You heard me, Irv. I'm letting the contracts expire. The frogs are finished. I'm creating a real old-fashioned hero who's, who's pure and thought and wound. Indeed, the captain is super. Well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't reject that proposal five times already. And his agents, he's like, 
you're out of your mind, Bubbler. Bubbler, you're out of your mind. And he says, that's what I'm told you of. That's what I'm telling you. Captain Super is in, and the Frog's Day is out. And then he goes, I did it, Captain Super. He's sitting by poolside with his Captain Super poster. I just hope I can sell a few copies of a comic book out of a nice superhero. But wait a minute. What's that in the pool? I see I see a frog with an eye patch. I see a frog with a World War II helmet on. <laughs> I see another frog with a bandana. Oh, goodness gracious me. And all of a sudden, the fantastic fighting frogs, they pop out. George, Ike, Douglas, and Norman, the strange young fighting frogs. It's not possible. They're simply comic book characters. Oh, yeah, we can do whatever we want. The name of this story is the strange young fighting frogs, not Drew Quickly. Oh, hadn't you noticed, Drew? Says the fighting frogs. <laughs> oh, Drew is pissed. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to get away. And then uh, the Punisher one, he says, get him, you amphibians. And he goes, I was only kidding about bumping you off, in fact. How would you guys like your own series? Oh, the one with the with the World War II helmet. He shoots the bazooka at him. Drew's running away. He runs into his bedroom. Oh, the four fighting frogs, they come and they get him. And he, Drew, he's hiding in the dark under his bed. <laughs> maybe, maybe they won't think to look under the bed. Even though that's exactly where a craven jackal like myself would hide. Why didn't I create titles so much slower? <laughs> one frog messes Rambo. He throws the bed up. He sees Norman under there. Norman, oh, please, please, don't hurt me. And all of a sudden, Holt! What the, says the frog with the eye patch, which falls off. And he's Pull got that two up. Damn Pull eyes. that up. He's got two damn eyes, that frog. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unhand the young man, you fiendish brutes. It's Captain Super. He's got his belt buckle. Oh, here's his belt buckle now reads, Truth, justice, and in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So the fighting frogs, they are scared to dickens. And Captain Super, he takes them, he spins them in a circle, he's twirling them all about. Let's see how you fare against someone who can defend himself, you wretched modern anti-heroes. And he throws them out the window, crash, the fighting frogs are done for. Captain Super, what a great idea. Captain Super could have totally, like, that was the perfect chance for him to use the what's red and green in 100 miles an hour. But he didn't, because he's above that. (laughs) I don't know. His belt buckle say otherwise. His belt buckle (laughs) says what it wants it to say. (laughs) Those frogs are no match for an honest to gosh queen caught non-amphibious superhero. You said a mouthful, Drew. Thanks, Captain. You're perfectly welcome, son. Sorry I, I neglected you for so long. It's okay, Drew. You've learned a valuable lesson. Remember, take your daily multivitamin with iron once a day, no matter what the cost, and call your parents twice a week. <laughs> yeah, but about this new career, Cap, think of the merchandising possibilities. I can see it now. Captain Super, Super Friends, frog legs will make a fortune. Will that include buttermilk biscuits and those cute plastic cups of coleslaw? Get real, Cap. I, I have my pride. And that's the end 
of Captain. Well done, my friend. Yes. That was fun. Something Captain completely Super. different, man. That was awesome. Where. So this this comic has a, a couple other stories. Please continue to read that. Yeah, because there's a there's some interesting stuff in here. Um, this is from '91. It's legitimately it's just crazy bonkers. The, oh, uh, this is my favorite. My favorite. I, I showed Matt and Matt. I showed Matt squared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's got some weird artwork in the back, and like the one is just a picture of Wolverine doing like the Muscle Man pose. He's Muscle Man. He's flexing, yeah. and he's in a Speedo, and he's got a little bit of an erection. You can see just a little bit. The sunset <laughs> at the beach. I'll be the judge of that. Let me say that. To my favorite fan, loving kisses and lots of body hair, Wolvie. Oh, that is weird. <laughs> and, and strangely erotic. Yeah, God, that's weird. The 90s, man. Woo. 90s were weird. The 90s uh, were weird time. The what the thing. Now, I remember there was like a what if series. Is yeah. this kind of in the same thing? No, what if was like... Uh, they took an established superhero, mm-hmm. and they were like, and they "What like a story if this line. happened?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what this is like. Probably a spinoff. Like, what the? Because this makes zero fucking the best. Sense. The best like <laughs> what if thing I saw was uh, there was that story. It was one story. It was like the Avengers. They just got done fighting Galactus. Uh, they they were victorious, and they were back at like their headquarters. Yeah. And it's like, hey guys, how about some beers? And Captain's like, oh, well, sure, we all could use a nice refreshment. And then uh, T'Challa takes his mask off, and it's just like a white dude with blonde <laughs> hair and blue eyes. And they were like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> they're like, <laughs> and it was like, wait, this whole time we thought you were black. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Is this isn't a what if. Yeah, I don't think they published that one no more. <laughs> no, they did. They, they, they did. It was back in like 2000. I, I read this one. Need to find that. Read yeah. But the thing I like about this, this is like 91. So Marvel was like fuck all, like almost bankrupt at this point when this comic came yeah. out. So obviously, I gravitated to the first story because they're clearly just pissed off at the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which at this time in 91, in 91, were taking the, the world by biggest storm. thing. Yes, yes, this the, yes. Toys, the comics, so the movies. Yeah. 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 So this is kind of cool to see like Marvel like. Kicking upwards at the turtles of all things. Yeah. This is like South Park having those episodes about like, yeah, fuck yeah. you, Family Guy, or yeah. the Chin like you, or whatever. They give you nice mocking stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this, has, this has like fake comic book ads in it. Oh God! So like this one is Tony Stork Spring Summer <laughs> Fashion Catalog, and they show like they show like different Tony Stark armor. So there's the couch potato armor, and they just show this dude. With, like, he's got slippers on, and he's got, like, a TV that comes out of his chest, and it's cool because the speech bubble's like, I'm a doctor, Jim. I'm not a... And, like, obviously Star Trek. But, like, and then there's the the punk rocker armor, and there's the the beach armor. So, and then there's, like, a shot of him, like, like flirting with Rosie from the Jetsons. Oh, that's fun. (laughs) That's fun. It's just zany. Zane, it's like almost like Marvel tried to do Mad Magazine. Right, that's what I kind of think. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's, that's really very cool. Creative, but that is a wrap, everybody, on this week's episode. Uh, of course, we'll be back next week with some more uh, pop culture, comic book news, some more goofy comic books to read. We appreciate you as always for your support. And until uh, next time, now this is podcasting. Ben Quadraneros. Those edibles are kicking in. Yeah! I gotta go.
right, guys. We've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours. And if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography, we're going to have to come up with a plan. Hey, why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky-looking doors? Wait, whoa, whoa. Doors? Like an exit door? Yeah, maybe we should get on that. Hold on a second. These doors are labeled. This one says Dracula on it. And this one says Beware Zombies. That's probably the exit. And the last one just says Nekagrima. Tough call. Mm. I got an idea. On three, we're going to open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, One, two, three. Oh, hello there. Damn, that's That's scary. scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long-form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn, That's Scary, new episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.